Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome to Dropping In, a podcast of storytelling and interviews with your host, Winter Olympian, Mercedes Nickel. Thank you so much for dropping in on episode 10. Now this is a special episode where we review the past episode's guest stories and break down how we all overcome our fears. Don't worry, I brought in an expert. Let me introduce episode 10's guest that we'll be dropping in with. She's from Calgary, Alberta. I mentioned her impact on my snowboard career in episode one. She competed at an international level for over a decade, bringing home a bronze medal at the Pan American Games for women's field hockey. For 22 years, she's been a performance and registered psychologist with a master's of arts degree in sports psychology, a master's of science degree in applied psychology, and a PhD in counseling psychology. She's worked with world-class athletes, executives, and organizations, including Team Canada, at the last four Winter Olympic Games. She's also co-founder of Headversity, a company that has developed a mental wellness platform that measures tracks and trains resilience in the workplace. This mother, wife, doctor, friend, field hockey player, sports enthusiast, changed my life for the better, and I can't wait to dissect the past nine episodes with her about how people have overcome their fears. I introduce Dr. Karen McNeil. Karen, as I know you, uh, I, for, I start my dropping in episodes with a rapid fire, and it's not going to be any different for you, even though uh, we're diving deep into things. So are you ready? Ready. Okay. Where in the world are you today? I am in Canmore, Alberta, Canada. Beautiful place. Is it nice there? Yeah, it's awesome. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's great. I just had a great mountain bike ride this morning. And yeah, playing in the mountains. Love it. Winning. Okay. Screen time or a book? (sighs) Um, Probably screen time or an audio book. I no longer read. Yeah. Okay. So what was the last app that you were in? Uh, it was Headversity. In fact, actually, I did oh. a little optimism training with my, uh, with our little tool. To be honest, I just, uh, yeah. Perfect plug. I like it. There you go. Okay. And, and I'm not even lying. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> no, <actually true. laughs> it's amazing. Number yeah. four, because it's been an interesting past couple months. What yeah. new skill have you learned in the last two months? Um, zoom, uh, presenting (laughs) webinaring, podcasting. And I don't know if I've actually mastered the skill, but I've had to just do the skill. Right. So I'm still learning, but yeah, absolutely. It's been, how do you, how do you do what you do in person online? So we've been playing around with that. Good answer. Good answer. Okay. Number five, summer or winter? 
sorry, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not fitting in your box. I like, I like four seasons. I like the changes of every, I like spring, spring, I like fall. If I had to pit, but I love skiing and I like mountain biking. You're not wrong. I, I would have not been able to choose either. Yeah. Yeah. I love the seasons. Yeah. Okay. There's no, there's no wrong answers. Number six. What time did you wake up today? Uh, to be honest, it was 4.45. And that's oh not my uncommon. Gosh. Yeah. Well, it, I know. I, Early I riser. Was, I was saying on my last podcast with Jerome Blake that um, the sun is coming up earlier now. Yes. So that yes. gets. Uh, yeah, I'm a, I, I go to bed early, but I, I get up pretty early. That's my favorite time of the day, just to have my coffee, get stuff sorted, do my mindfulness, et cetera, et cetera. So perfect. Yeah. Okay. Number seven. Do you have a favorite board game? Um, I have a seven-year-old. So we're having lots of fun with um, Monopoly Junior okay, and um, Crazy Eights. So, so those are our go-to right now. And oh, Uno Spin. That's a, that's a new take on Uno. I've never heard of Uno little, Spin. Yeah, you got to spin it. And then there's all these things that can happen when you spin the dial if you get the spin one. So, yeah. All right. Yes. Okay, number eight. What's your worst habit? Miles was um, biting her fingernails. <laughs> yeah. Oh my hell. Um, you know what? I will get into, uh, an evening need to binge on a show thing. And, and then I just, it's just like, it's just like this relax. It's this let go, but then it just goes on and I get into a show and I can't stop. Yeah, like, no, same. no more. And then you stay up too late. And so I think that would be. So that's normal. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think but everyone I hate does it. it. I, hate it too. And, yeah. I hate yeah. it too. Number nine. Okay, number nine, what's your favorite sport? Oh, that's a really tough one. They're not easy I ones today. <laughs> no, they're not. Um, no, I love sport and I love, the, I love the psychology of it all. For me personally, what do I love right now? I, I think we're, we're mountain biking right now. So, you know, I'm just, I'm loving getting out, um, yeah, into the mountains and challenging yourself. And yeah, so that's probably right now. So I'm with at. the seasons. Yeah, that's a good probably. answer. Like with the seasons, it flows as to what sport you're in. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. For me personally versus spectator. Right. So. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, okay. Number 10 is the question that I've asked the past eight guests. I didn't ask myself. So the first uh, episode oh. on dropping in is my story, which you know too well. Oh, okay. yeah. Um, yeah. And the rest of my guests, I asked them all this question and now it's for you. What's the bravest okay. thing you've ever done? Oh, bravest thing I've ever done ever. Um, you know what pops in my mind? And, and, you know, if I was younger, it'd probably be something more like physically that I did, but this was more around 2011. I decided that I wanted to go work in corporate. And so I had this sports psych practice working with amazing athletes such as yourself and, and, and this whole business that I just gave up. I went to New Zealand for a month and did some mountain biking and surfing. And then I went into corporate uh, consulting, worked at this big firm. Um, so giving that up was the piece of it, going into the unknown. And then Mercedes, I lasted six months. Hated it. Okay. It was yeah. an awesome firm. It was a great place. It wasn't a good fit. And so yeah. then I had to go like, ah, S, like, ugh. Anyway, and then I had to do a U-turn. And, but now it's just reinforced what I really love and what I want to do. So, so it was all meant to be, but, but I think the, the number one was the, was the actual unplugging and going into this new thing. And then number two to quit, like, or, or yes. quit or, 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 or understand and say, no, 
after you've given up all this stuff and set this whole thing up, it's actually not right. And, and so now you've got to kind of say, sorry, um, thanks for giving me the opportunity, but um, yeah. And then, Hey clients, can you come back to me? Right. So, so I set something, something new up and it, it helps shape what I'm doing, but I'm in my sweet spot now. And, and I absolutely needed that experience. Yeah. Um, I feel like really a lot of, a lot of people like. might be going through that right now with the COVID yeah. times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing a, a small little pivot again, like just once again to get honed into family, but also the work I love. So yeah, I think yeah. you're right. Wicked, wicked. Important. Okay. So I had mm, eight guests come on and we talked about um, their athletes, uh, their ultra marathoners. I had Tara Sloan. She's a broadcaster. So everyone again has those everyone's using that uh, word right now, pivotal moments. Um, And what I wanted to get out of their stories was them overcoming their fears. I wanted to say like, I know all these fearless people. And then I looked up fearless in the dictionary and I was like, well, no one lacks fear. So, (laughs) so I was like, okay, they're overcoming a lot of their fears and how did they do that? And what drove them to get there? And I wanted to have you on today because you are the bookends of my Olympic story. You were there in the beginning and then you were miraculously there in the end for me. Um, (laughs) And again, I talk about that in episode one and I was just like, this was, this is a perfect fit. Let's get to the nit, the nitty gritty of it. And how do people overcome their fears? Like for instance, in episode two, um, I had Kimmy Fasani. She's the first woman to do double backflip. She's the first woman to do, to have a child and continue her contracts as a professional snowboarder. And she just was, we talked about gold setting. She said about living in the present moment and having the right people around you. Yeah. So it's like, it's crazy. Like so many amazing people. Mayel Ricker really leaned on teamwork. Um, because she does border cross as her event and she knew she had the team and the guys on the, on the team to help her get to where she was. Um, and then Mike, Mike Shaw in episode four, he, uh, had a neck injury. He should be paralyzed from the neck down. Um, but he is now walking and he's just grateful every day and talked about keeping the doors open and the possibilities open. And then Tara Sloan, she was just, we really talked about not, not really diving into that um, title that you have as in work or business. And she, cause she went from a rock star to a broadcaster. So, yeah, so cool. Right so on. amazing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, then Matt Hill. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, she's amazing. And then Matt yeah. Hill, he's an ultra marathoner and he talked about um, discomfort and discovery and being leading uh, as a good example in your own life, he ran like yeah. across North America and then the circumference of America. Crazy. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And then, um, Sarah cook, she was a rower from Australia that I met and she just talked about the importance of sport in life and choosing she had a really tough decision whether she was going to another olympics in another sport and chose for her teammate to choose having a baby or going for an olympic gold and what's more important yeah. there and it yeah, happened to be life you know yeah yeah and and then we had chad bentley on in episode 8 who is a wild he did i don't know if you've heard of the epic 5 it's five Ironmen in five days on five Hawaiian islands. 
Whoa, I was like, we're, we, uh, so we talked about that being like his kind of meditation. Yeah. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Just sinking into it. Right. Yeah. And then I had an athlete that's a current athlete, Jerome Blake on just this past week and his, we really talked about, it was kind of him accepting help from others and mm. other people seeing their potential in them because you can't always see your own potential. Yeah. And that's then right. paying yeah. it forward in a different way. Yeah, that's right. Kind of that so, letting go and yeah, self-reliance. So we had some like amazing takeaways in all of these. And I, what does it come down to? Like, how do you just have a goal and then set that? And that goal is definitely probably a fear, right? Because it's something well, it's interesting. Yeah, well, it's interesting. And in how you described all that, it's kind of cool, actually, because when you look at some of the strategies, and there isn't one strategy, right? Mm -hmm. And so um, when, when you, everything you've surveyed, right from knowing who you are at the core, right? So, so I'm really clear on my values and what's important to me mm -hmm. um, to what's my vision and what am I really after um, and, and going towards something versus fear makes us avoid right? It's that, it's that, it's that retraction versus when I'm clear of what this is and what I'm capable of. So that's the other piece you've mentioned where that support team around you, um, it's, you know, sometimes you need that little whisper because we're going to have natural alarm bells going on saying, no, like back away. This is not safe, safe physically or psychologically, you mm -hmm. know, you may fail. And mm -hmm. that's just as painful as the physical pain. And so people avoid, you know, like, like, like when you look at, at, at the fear response, it's primal um, and, and it's, it's needed for us, but, but, but it can either come in a physical form or in that psychological form. And so, yeah, so I think how you've, you know, the things you've pulled out yeah. are a lot of those methods and modalities that people can use. Yeah. It's so interesting to just see everyone's like when I wrote them out, cause I do a takeaway at the end of. Uh, the conversation. And I'm just like, okay, this is what I got from our conversation. And honestly, they're all different. Yeah. And yeah. I think that, that what you just said, like, there's not one strategy to overcoming your fear or doing something new and growing, but it does. Do you yeah. think that it all does come down to really getting out of your comfort zone? Um, yeah. Uh, yes. And I think it's really understanding. So, so first of all, we got to look at, at the emotion itself, right? Mm -hmm. So it's a, it's a, it's a normal, um, um, uh, psychological process that, that, that we have emotions are there to protect us. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I think first of all, it's, uh, there's this term called emotional agility, Mercedes, that uh, comes from Susan David and, and really her work in that is it's the whole idea of being able to name and accept your emotions, right? So, okay, so I, so I have this thing and, and, and everyone's medium is gonna be different of what I want to go towards and where, where's that stopping point? Where's the fear response come in? Well, it comes in when I perceive, perceive being the, the, the important word there, when I perceive threat or danger. And then we're going to have this, um, this uh, fear response. And, and, and we know it as the fight-flight response. So we have a physiological, heart starts beating, mind racing. We also have the psychological, where we feel like we're out of control. We feel mm -hmm. overwhelmed. We feel doubt and all those kind of things. So, so I think, first of all, it's being able to sit with it and, mm -hmm. and almost accept it with compassion. It's like, oh, hey, fear, thanks so much. What, what are you doing here? Right? So it's understanding because mm -hmm. the thing is, is we have to see it as um, data, yeah. information telling us about what we need and what's most important to us. 
Yeah. And so instead of using it as a director, so if we get that, yeah. if we get that fear response, um, then a lot of the times, if we don't have space between stimulus and response, we'll do all these funky things, right? We'll yeah. void, we'll, um, um, you know, we'll, we'll maybe over-function, whatever it may be. So it's mm-hmm. really being able to recognize it, holding the emotion with compassion and curiosity and mm-hmm. knowing what, uh, what it's telling you that you need. It's so crazy that you say that because as you were saying that, that fully all of the emotions and the thought process made me think of um, after my crash when I tried my backside 900, the crash that took me out again. And that's what it was. It was just like I had this goal and I was going to overcome it. And I sat there and I thought about it and all the emotions came out. I tried it. I failed. I got back up. I tried. I failed for like months. And I think yeah. uh, another thing that comes about with with like overcoming fears or a- achieving your goals is is that it, it doesn't like happen like right away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's yeah. what's like we've had. I've had amazing people on this podcast, and I'm just like, people don't know how hard it is. Like we talk yeah. about going to the Olympics, and you're just like, yeah, yeah. we talk about it but it's difficult and it's a lot of hard work that no one sees because they only see that 30 seconds. So I love that we're like depicting that one step in achieving greatness for all of my guests, which is so cool. That's right. And, 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 and Mercedes, something you said earlier around, you learned like, it's not fearless, Mm -hmm. it's feel the fear and do it anyway. Right. And so, so I think, I think the thing is, is, and and that's the piece of it is it's, first of all, it's that emotional agility to understand, okay, I'm going to have this response. This is normal, right? Like I'm going to go huck myself off. What? Like, of course my body is going to say no, but then I look at the facts. Right. And so, so just cause you feel it or just cause you think it doesn't mean it's true. Mm -hmm. So then let's look at my skill and my capability. Let's look at all my training that I've done. I, I, Mm -hmm. I can actually do this. And, and then you got to go back to, and I think some of your guests have talked about that. Well, why, why, why will I put myself into this risk? Exactly. And that's where you land in, in that whole purpose driven or wanting to achieve or wanting to challenge yourself and, and, and that can propel things. Yeah. So that's a piece of it. I think the flip side of it, Mercedes, and what you're talking about, is it, is it just, you know, going into that comfort zone is, is it's almost, we also need to use bravery, right? Mm-hmm. We need to build our brave and, and, and we are wired to stay in our comfort zone. That's how our brains are wired. We, 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 our brains yeah. were developed at a time when we needed to escape predators. So it's very conservative. Mm-hmm. So we need to step into that courage zone. Yeah. And there's, there's a methodology in order to be able to do that, right? So it's partly the emotional regulation of fear. And, and when I'm getting the physiological response, yes, I need to do some grounding and breathing and, and thought process. But then there's also you know, stepping into the, the courage zone and building my brave. Right. And there, yeah. there's a bit of a process for that. So could, well. could I um, make an example of that? Like you personally yeah. were brave in going to New Zealand and trying that corporate job. Right. So it doesn't have to, I'm, I just want my listeners to know it doesn't yeah. have to be an extreme sport. It can be like me trying this podcast. It's, it, I, it took me a year to figure it out, you know, and okay. I, I got, okay. I, I had to figure out the skills and that's what you talked about. And then being capable. I don't know if I was capable. Um, and so it's just, yeah, totally is bravery and courage. I, I, I agree with you hundred percent. Well, and I think when we look at like what's going on right now, 
Like mm-hmm. we're in an unprecedented, unpredictable, we don't know when the end line, we can forecast things, but we have no idea. And so every day we've got to step into the, the unknown and, 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 and bravery is, it's, 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 it's once again, it's feeling the fear and doing it anyway, but it's a, it's a mindset and a, a mindset and it's a way of being that really allows you um, to, to be strong in the face of fear. And yeah. so I think it's first of all, choosing like, mm-hmm. okay, in this moment, I need to be brave. Uh, like, like you have to yeah. choose that. And I think where that comes from is what you've talked about with all your guests of they had a vision, they had a goal, they had something they wanted to go towards. So it's, yeah. it's first of all that. Then we need, need to name the fear. So, so if, if I look at, okay, going and, and switching my career, or you doing this podcast, what really was the fear? Well, mm-hmm. Billy in front of others or, you know, failing, but mm-hmm. that's not going to harm me. That's just going to help me learn. I know. So, so you, I had this, um, this, I did a Ted talk and the guy that did the Ted talk before me, his was all about failing. Yeah. And I, it was the first time that I'd heard someone give a full speech about failing and everything that he failed yeah. in. And yeah. I was just like, do you know what? Not enough people talk about that. It's always yeah. the like, I made it. I did this. But honestly, yeah. how did you get there? You, you crashed a lot. You tried a lot of different things. And I think that that's like so important to get across to everyone because it's not white picket yeah. fences. It's not perfect Instagram photos. No. It's difficult no. and it's dirty and it's hard. And, and, and it's part of the process. Like George Mumford is the, the mindful whisperer. He worked with the Chicago Bulls, brought mindful into it. Um, and, and he says, you know, it's, it's failure is feedback. Mm-hmm. right? It's how we interpret it. However, it does not feel good to us, it does not feel comfortable. And especially given our, given all our backgrounds. And that's where you had all your different guests have different, you know, uh, what came up for them. Well, well, they have a different psychological framework and a different storyline, right? And so, yeah. so we're going to perceive our environment in different ways. And so, so it is, it's, it's choosing to be brave. It's, it's naming the fear. And then it's, what's the opportunity cost? So if you did not do this podcast, what would you have missed out on? If I did not go um, and change careers, what would I have not known? I would not have committed to this path as much. Yes. So, so I think we have to look at it that way. And then it's just a matter of, okay, how am I going to achieve this and outline the process? And then it's just act. I, I just got to step into the unknown and go for it. Yeah. That's what Tara Sloan was talking about. She's like, I just jumped in. I just yeah. went for it, changed yeah. careers. I was like, mad respect. Not that many people yeah. can do that, but I wish everyone now can do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right, right? But, okay. And I think with her story too, it sounds like from what you describe is is kind of really digging deep on, okay, what what do I want? What matters mm-hmm. to me? What do I love? You know, mm-hmm. and, and so that self-expertise, knowing yourself so, so well. Yeah. Um, and that's what I love about what I do, the job is I get to shine the mirror. I get to kind of say, Hey, like, I think, I think it's actually this, that, Oh yeah. Right. And so the more insight and awareness people have, it's like, ah, and they get clarity. Yeah. And then that just builds conviction. Right. And then they want to go after it. Totally. We just did a, um, a course with the national team athletes through game plan. And, um, I shared my story, but the whole point of the course was evaluating your own personal values. And that's not just for athletes. That's for everyone. Like go look at a list of values and figure out which ones you align with. And I am telling you right now in these COVID times, a lot of people's values are not aligning properly. That's right. And it's highlighting that, isn't it? Like it's just, it's, it's kind of shining the light on, Oh, hold on. Like how I've been living my life is not congruent with 
how I want to be. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. I do want to be cognizant of your time and I want to thank sure. you. Should we give like a roundup takeaway of how people might be able to try something new and overcome that fear? Yeah, for sure. So um, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. No, you go ahead. Um, well, I just wrote down some notes and, and we touched on them the whole way, the whole way through. It's really like, there's no one strategy, know what your values are. Potentially you're going to have a vision or you're going to find out what's important in your life. Um, and then you're going to have to create skills to adapt to this new vision or goal that you have. And you're going to you're gonna have to break through and, and be brave and use courage to overcome that. Did I miss anything? Yeah, I, no, like I think that's good. I, th- I think I think the first thing is, you know, I think that the number one overarching thing is fear is not bad. It's actually yes. it's actually helpful to us. So we so we got to align with it. We got to we got it to be needed to be our ally. So I think it's first of all the 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 acceptance of mm-hmm. it and tolerance of it, and then listening to it. Okay, what are you telling me? What, what's the information that I need and then go into those things that I think you said there, where it's really knowing myself, knowing what I'm after, um, you know, stepping into that courage zone and not letting my fear push me around, but, but, you know, make me stop doing things if it's not appropriate. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and then, uh, and then get after it. Yeah. Amazing. All right. You have, um, let's plug your business right now. Can you give us a, an elevator pitch of what it is? Yeah. So, so I kind of have Karen McNeil. So, uh, so I get to work, like I just have the best job in the world, Mercedes and, and, and coming across people like you, but it really is. I get to work with high performers, whether it's Olympians, whether it's executives. Um, and I get to help them to become the best version of themselves through developing mental fitness and resilience. So, so I, and I, and I personally thank you for getting me to the Olympics and finishing at a good Olympics. Awesome. (laughs) Yeah. My pleasure. Pleasure to be part of your journey. So, so yeah, so that's a business I love. And then, and then, you know, what I've found is I, you know, I do a lot of speaking and, and I found I'd go to these places or I do these workshops and then I'd leave the group or the company and, and I wanted to follow up. And so, so I joined forces with some great partners at Headversity. And so what we are is we're a mental wellness platform. So it's on an application digital, um, that will, um, measure track and train your resilience. And so given COVID, given that we all had to be, you know, using technology, couldn't have been better. And so you have a little resilience trainer in your pocket. So it's hundreds of videos, the skills, the tools. Um, and so we're having a lot of fun over there and, and really um, uh, excited to be helping organizations through these uncertain times. So, okay. Yeah, and, and is that available to everyone or... How does it work? So right now we're, we're finding uh, most traction to go through businesses. Okay. Um, but yeah, head over to um, info at headversity.com. Um, okay. And we'd be happy to send you some more info for, for your business and, and awesome. let you know how we can support you. I will add that in the show notes for yeah. you. Awesome. And for everyone else that would like to follow you, where can they find you online? Oh, this is such a good question because <laughs> after 20 years, I am building a website. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm actually right now building myself because I've done all this and I'm like, uh, and I'm doing this little bit of a pivot just to do a little bit more of this work. And so yes, on my website soon, I do not know the domain name yet. Um, but I'm on uh, what, I don't even know what my, I'm so horrible. Instagram, LinkedIn is probably the best way. Karen McNeil, um, LinkedIn is probably the best way. I think it's Dr. Karen Mack on Instagram. I think that's, yep. uh, is that and, what it is? Yep. Yeah. And you're on Twitter too. Dr. Yeah, K. Kinda. McNeil. 
I do a little bit on, on Instagram, but yeah, LinkedIn, but soon to be people I'm, uh, I'm getting Website. with the times. <laughs> Website ready. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Karen, thank you for everything that you do for all of the people. I know everyone's grateful and thank you for dropping in with me on episode 10. Thanks for having me. Real pleasure. Curious as to what the next series of dropping in with Mercedes is going to be? Stay tuned on Instagram and Facebook at Dropping In with Mercedes. Thank you, DJ Kenosis, for the music and my mom for the intro voice. Hi, I'm Steve Yurko. And I'm Tara Sands. Now available from Maji Media is our new podcast, Four Kids Flashback. Four Kids is the company who brought you the English dub of Pokemon in the late 90s and so many other shows like Yu-Gi-Oh!, Shaman King, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Kirby, the infamous One Piece dub, and so many more. We'll be talking to the people who worked at Four Kids. Actors, directors, writers, editors, producers, engineers, you get the point. And hopefully get the answers to questions both you and I have about the company. I actually worked there as a voice actor on some of the shows. And I was a kid watching the shows and remember way more than Tara does. And thank God for that. Steve is actually a professional storyboard artist, which gives some really unique insights into anime and animation. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. That's the number four kids flashback. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's Take This Outside, a new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's Take This Outside, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca.